Welcome back to another episode of The Paralegal Voice on the Legal Talk Network. I'm Jill Francisco, your host, and I'm the past immediate past president of NALA, and um, I'm super excited to be joining you guys today for another fun episode of The Paralegal Voice. And we have a super exciting, like, really exciting, like, I feel like we need like a drum roll or something, but guess who's back? <laughs> If you guys have been listening to my shows here recently, um, you've heard we've had a couple recently, and then I had one about a year ago with a wonderful friend and colleague of mine, uh, Tony Sipp. And we're going to make a great announcement today that Tony, if you wonder why he keeps coming back, he is going to be our new co-host. Woo, Tony! <laughs> Let's have a little, cl- do we have the clapping applause in the background? <laughs> but um, yeah, Tony, I'm super excited. I, c- I kept wanting to know when we could announce this, but you know, and and like I said, for our listeners that's been uh, tuning in here recently, Tony is a paralegal manager, but also doing paralegal work, has done paralegal work, so he's very in tune with uh, paralegals at Manning and Cass um, and where he manages the paralegals at this time. Uh, and they have seven nationwide offices. So I'm going to let Tony kind of touch on his background a little bit, but I just want to say I'm super excited. Um, I've known Tony, you know, for, for a lot of years, actually, probably when we first met at uh, past NILA conferences. And it's like, we're we're friends, but we're not like everyday talking friends. So I think it's super cool that, you know, we can come together and we both still have our independent, you know, thoughts and contributions that hopefully will just come together and mesh real well to get the most uh, benefit from our listeners. So, Tony, welcome. Hi. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Joe. Appreciate it. Uh, Yeah, I'm very excited to be a part of this now and co-hosting with you. A little bit about myself. Uh, As Jill mentioned, I am the paralegal manager for Manning and Cass. Uh, We have seven nationwide offices. Um, I really enjoy what I do, and I enjoy working with our paralegals um, and other paralegals uh, outside of the firm. I'm the past president of LAPA, the Los Angeles Paralegal Association, uh, for 2020. Um, I was elected twice for the Greater Valley Glen Neighborhood Council, and I was the chair of the government relations as well as a treasurer. So, and on the committee for safety. The, the, to say I was busy, I was very busy. <laughs> so I stepped down from that elected position and now I'm focusing on my paralegal work and um, just helping other paralegals get better and thrive. Well, and, you know, it's funny you say that because I think that's a characteristic you just proved. If no one believed you're a paralegal or were in tune with paralegals, they do now because you were too busy and you had to you had to step down from something. Because I think that's I a, a, a number one characteristic of paralegals. We try to we do it all. We want to do it all. We are excited to do it all. And sometimes, though, have to take a step back and um, whether it's through prioritize or, you know, uh, uh, the way things come up in life, you have to sometimes let something go because I know that you probably agree with this. I've tried to I've tried to teach myself. I try to make my husband tell me and remind me, but it's better to do lesser things really well than do a ton of things kind of okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I highly agree. I was my plan was take my legal experience, bring it to the government. Yep. And apply my political skills as well as my legal skills. And I did that. I did that. But as you say, <laughs> just you, you want to do one thing really, really well um, instead of doing a lot of things poorly. So I was looking, you know, and obviously I've looked at your bio a couple times, but um, I saw that you went, to, you went to school in New York. I didn't know that. Your education. 
I did. I went to uh, Fordham University, Jesuit school. Um, it was a great school that tried to make you well-rounded. And so from New York, I moved out here. Cross country. Uh, California. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Met my wife and here I am. And so were you originally from the East? Oh, okay. Yes. All right. Well, maybe yeah, that's, I'm a New Yorker, I see you made yeah. another, like I'm from Pennsylvania originally. Oh, see, you didn't, you know. we, there's something you didn't, didn't know, know that. that. And so now <laughs> no. uh, maybe secretly it's yeah. the Northern in us. <laughs> It might there is be. something about, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't know, it's it's a connection. calling us Yankees or something, you know, that sometimes gets <laughs> turned around. But um, anyway, that's fun. I know when I saw that, I was like, hey, I didn't know Tony was over here. I thought you were always, you know, West Coast living out there. Cali. <laughs> no, no, I, I've adapted, um, but, you know, I'm still New York. Well, well, that, that's kind of me. I mean, I, I went, I'm telling my age, of course, but, you know, I was up in Pennsylvania until 90 and left to come to Marshall University, which, of course, is in Huntington, West Virginia, and never left. So I think I went home maybe my first wow. year, you know, you're still kind of like going home. And then I, ne- then, then I never left. Met my husband here and, you know, here we go. Oh, so wow. <laughs> you know, know how it is. But I left just after 9-11 and... That's it. That was, uh, I have been yeah. back, but I haven't been back recently. All of my family left there too. So it's, so it's okay. Different. <laughs> it's different. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. But anyway, so excited to have Tony here. And like I said, I think our listeners are going to hopefully really enjoy, um, you know, the different things, the new things. And like I said, Tony and I are basically on opposite sides of the country. So we got it covered, hopefully, <laughs> if stuff's happening locally and um, also nationally. You know, we both are, um, you know, like where Tony mentioned that you were past president of LAPA. That's, of course, a NALA affiliate where I was past president, uh, charter president, actually, years and years ago of our um, NALA affiliate here in West Virginia. And so Tony and I are kind of in tune still with local. And then, of course, you know, uh, doing some stuff in the community. Um, It's funny, I didn't do anything as formal as you in the community and, you know, but elected office. But here recently at our firm, we've tried to really be more intentional on community service. And a friend of I, you can imagine another paralegal and I, we've deemed ourselves the event staff, which is a, which is a, <laughs> which is a disaster in itself. But it's been really cool because we've really tried to um, pull, you know, legal, you know, because as you know, attorneys and, you know, we're all, they're supposed to do their pro bono work and things like that. And I think it's cool that the paralegals have really kind of stepped up and um, got involved in this. And we've tried to every month have kind of a little theme based upon, you know, what's going on that month. Maybe nationally, there's something, you know, like with the Heart Association, I think was, you know, this month. And um, you know, coat drives at that time of the year. And, and and it's really neat because paralegals, I think, like I said, attorneys want to give, um, other other staff in the office want to give, but sometimes uh, the organization and the time to devote is not there. And so we've really tried to right. do that. And I'm sure you're, you know, Dinsmore is a big thing of community and community service. I'm sure your firm is too. And um, we've kind of stepped up to do that. So it's been kind of a thing that it's rewarding. So I know why you do those kind of community things. It's really been rewarding of the little things that we're doing. Right now we're doing our, our this month was like the Super Bowl theme with the canned food drive. So we're collecting. Nice. Yeah, we're doing that. And um, we also try to put in a little uh, office, you know, team event, you know, type thing and, and kind of just to get your note because you get distant, especially now with remote working and the virtual, you know, yeah. everything else. So anyway, I, I commend you on the community service. And I, and I think our listeners, you. if you're a paralegal that, especially I think a paralegal that's done a lot of things, accomplished a lot of things in your field, and maybe you haven't gone that route, whether it's even legal 
related community service um, is fine. But even if it's not, I think that paralegals just naturally, you know, have that draw to help others. And so I encourage, you know, our listeners to get out there and do it because it's amazing what sometimes comes out of it. Yeah, your skill sets can transfer to other areas um, and not necessarily, as you mentioned, in the legal field. It can be pretty much anywhere. I know a lot of lawyers who stopped being lawyers and went into a completely different practice, not even a practice, just different field. So it it happens with attorneys, paralegals, legal assistants, uh, the gamut. So, you know, do what your heart desires. I mean, do what you like. Um, it, It will come it will come to you um, as long as you're happy and you enjoy what you're doing. Well, it's perfect. And I'll tell you what, and I know that I, I posted, uh, I don't know, uh, on Facebook, I posted that last, I think it was last Friday, was that February 3rd, was uh, my 26th year as being a paralegal. Wow. Um, and technically with the same firm, because it's not my fault we got bought out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm counted that I didn't have to move. I have not changed jobs. And everybody was, you know, real, um, you know, of course, congratulating me and everything. And I, but I didn't put like, I'm, I just put, I'm celebrating being in a profession, working in a profession that I love. I mean, that's to me, the biggest reward that I've gotten is that, you know, my mom, of course, you get a lot of advice for your mom and my mom was in a different profession. But one of her things that I surely hundred percent knew is she loved her profession and she loved what she did. And I saw that every day she did when she when even when she retired, she didn't really want to retire. She, you know, could have done it forever. And I'm, I'm so excited and so blessed that I, you know, got into something like that for myself because of the amount of time that you devote, you know, and I'm sure you feel the same way. No, absolutely. I, I joke about my mother-in-law, who's retired, but not really, because <laughs> every time we talk to her, she's taking on another job. <laughs> I'm like, Wait, I thought what? you were retired. I thought you were done. <laughs> I, I thought you were retired. She's like, I am retired. I'm like, no, you're not. You know, you like what you do, and that's what it is. She really enjoys what she does, and she just continues to stay non-retired. Yep, that's <laughs> can't get away from it. <laughs> no, she can't. All right. Well, Tony, I think so, we, we yeah. got to take a quick break here and do some um, commercial breaks. So we'll be right back. Looking for a process server you can trust? ServeNow.com is a nationwide network of local pre-screen process servers. ServeNow works with the most professional process servers in the industry, connecting your firm with process servers who embrace technology, have experience with high-volume serves, and understand the litigation process and rules of properly effectuating service. Find a pre-screened process server today. Visit www.servenow.com. Filing court documents, serving legal papers, collecting electronic signatures, all critical parts of the litigation process, yet ones that are time-consuming and error-prone. But what if you could do more straight from your case or document management software? InfoTrack automates data entry, document selection, tracking, and information syncing across all these core tasks and more by integrating with your core systems like Clio, Smokeball, Leap, MyCase, and others. Spend more time on substantive legal work and less time on busy work. Learn how simple it can be at infotrack.com simple.
Welcome back to the Paralegal Voice. I'm your host, Jill Francisco, with my new co-host, Tony Sip. So we are, I should say, we're, I'm a co-host. I got to get my language down. Um, so, so exciting, like I said, to have Tony here with us. And we're going to continue kind of talking about some stuff. We we gave you a little intro in our first uh, segment there with with Tony welcoming into the show. And we're going to kind of now, there's some things that are kind of going on in the paralegal world that I want to just, um, they just came across my plate. So hopefully they're um, new and um, exciting to some of our listeners that we just want to kind of touch on. And then if you guys want to know more, we'll give you some information um, where to go and how to learn more. But a big thing that's coming up that I want to just, it was just recently posted is the 2023 NILA Conference and Expo that's going to take place in Boston, always in July, hottest, you know, month of the year. But, <laughs> but Boston actually might be comfortable as compared to some of our, like, what was it last year in Arizona in the middle of the desert. Um, So this year it is in Boston. It's going to be offered again in virtual and in person. And the dates for that is July 12th through the 14th. And like I said, NALA really hasn't done uh, their big formal release yet. So I just wanted to give everybody the heads up. But you can go to their website, which is NALA.org, and that is their website. And they have registration information because you can actually register right now. The formal um, brochure is not out, but there's a list of speakers and topics and all the awesome things that will be offered. So, and, of course, the early bird, I think that this is another reason why I like to bring it up, is pricing. <laughs> you know, get in on the best price. It is offered until May 12th. And I think... Tony and I are going to try to bring on um, possibly Vanessa Finley, the um, CEO of NALA, probably maybe early in May before that deadline. So we'll get you a little bit more uh, details and background on the seminar. But if you wanted a heads up, you can go visit now. Tony, I mean, I've been, I think I've been um, every year for 22 years. (laughs) Wow. Well, I mean, you know, that's because I was also serving in some capacity, too. I mean, the board of directors was 12 years. So, you know how it is. You got to be there when you're when you're on the board. But um, I know you've you've attended, I mean, over the years, um, maybe based on geographic or whatever. (laughs) Exactly. And a lot of people from Lapa uh, went there as well. And they brought, you know, their goodies uh, with them, you know, and they came back with a lot of knowledge and they shared that with us. Uh, Have you done one of the virtuals? I have. I think it was the year you were coming down or? Yeah. One of those. Because we've done it. And it's good. Have you done it when it was all only virtual or when it was um, hybrid that you could have attended in person? Because I'm trying to think, I think 20 would have been only virtual because that was our heat or and then 21 was, I think, only virtual, and then last year was both. Okay. I don't think I've done it on the the hybrid model. Oh, okay. Um, I did the virtual model. Uh, awesome. Just, just traveling and try to get out of work. It uh, was <laughs> a bit of a challenge sometimes. So, yeah, but I enjoy doing it, and I highly encourage everybody to get involved with that. You get so much information just being around people and yeah. the sessions that they have. So uh, I do encourage that because I, I heard recently that there's going to be some changes on the CP exam. Jill, do you know oh. more about that? 
Yes, the, uh, and that's another thing. Thanks, Tony, for bringing that up. So we're going to, Nile has announced, and again, kind of very early, they want to give everybody a, um, you know, heads up. But if you're a certified paralegal or you're not yet <laughs> a certified paralegal, you might want to look into this because they're going to have some significant changes that'll be effective in January of 2024. And they're doing that, you know, of course, to be in compliance with the, they have their um, accreditation with the NCCA, their standards and things like that. And so that's going to be, so, you know, it's kind of like, now's kind of like the time if you're somebody that's been studying and you're familiar and you're right ready to go, you might want to (laughs) go. Huh. And and get your and get your testing in because there will be like I said all there will be the announcements of plenty of them from now until you know leading up to it but those will be in effect on of January of twenty twenty four. Now are they basing that off of that the job report the survey that they did uh, last year? Yes. So how it works out is you know Nala works with PSI and PSI and of course the NCAA or NCCA standards um, they work about and they. They work together and they think, you know, what is actually, we want to keep this test relevant. We want to keep this test based upon what is actually going on in the field. What are paralegals doing? Because as you, you know, we both know and all of our, you know, a lot of our listeners that are working every day, you know, our job changes. It changes a lot. I mean, not with just technology, but, you know, everything. And now remotely and, you know, things that may be really important are now not as important or things that I did all the time, now I never do. And you don't want, you know, Nala doesn't want to keep having, you know, those things be the emphasis of the test if they're not, you know, relevant. So they do a job analysis. It was, they did it in uh, November of 2022 and it came out and you're, I think Nala, I think you can look at this report. I think it's public information um, on the website. It is the 2022 job analysis report. And They surveyed, you know, it tells in there the stats that they did, but they surveyed paralegals, I mean, on everything from, you know, okay, you know, what area do you work on? And then in based upon, you know, the area that you work in, what skills are you using? You know, do you still do this? Do you do do you not do this? You know, how much of your job, how much time is spent? I mean, you know, because that information breaks down the amount of testing and information that will be contained on the test. Because, you know, if it's something that paralegals don't really do a lot, but you need to know about, you don't want to have it be worth a ton of points or be of emphasis on the test. So that job analysis report is really good and it's really accurate. And it's a great way that NALA keeps, you know, the test relevant. And it's going to be exciting because, as you know, our jobs have changed. You know, I, I think about that all the time. And so people, like I said, it's a good it's a good time for paralegals if you've been take if you've been studying to maybe go ahead and take the test but if not you know we want to get everybody the heads up that we're going to have some changes i mean gosh i took the test when did i take the test i graduated from marshall in um, the fall of 1994 yeah and then i think i joined nala in maybe 2000 2002 maybe and then i took the test when i was pregnant with my son Oh. I don't know why I felt that that would be a great time for me to take the test. <laughs> but, but, you know, uh, that's when I did it. So, 05. So, certified wow. in 05. And I've got the advanced certifications uh, a few years later when they came out. You know, we had the CLAS. Remember that for a while? Oh, wow. Um, and then they changed it to the ACP exam. And so, the advanced certified paralegal. And I think mm-hmm. I was the one of the first in West Virginia to get uh, – I got – trial practice and e-discovery, I think, which of course are relevant to my job, but 
Anyway, how did you did you do a long time ago? I I did not yet. And oh, so you're now one of those. That, I, now I'm one of those that <laughs> do it now or forever hold your peace kind of guy. <laughs> so yeah, I, I got to jump on that because wow, those changes are going to be significant. But what's great about it though, I, I was looking over the job report. Big changes uh, and, yeah. and people in different areas of law, like from law firms um, to, let's see, government. Private practice, yeah. And private and corporate. Um, it's really, really interesting to see the numbers on that um, and see where people are going and where, where the job trends are going as well. Um, it's very informative. Yeah, I've had a lot of, a few, I say a lot, a few paralegals uh, that I've known that, gosh, they've gotten the in-house opportunity. <laughs> Lately to go in-house. And um, it's funny, even attorneys, um, one attorney that I've worked with for a while, probably 12, 10, 12 years, she just got an opportunity to go in-house for claims, 100% remote for a company in Texas. And she lives just across the bridge in um, Kentucky. And she's going to do it for probably a lot of reasons. But, you know, one, you don't have to bill. For those defense, <laughs> for those defense paralegals out there, oh yeah. my gosh! That's every day, every month, at the end of the month, I think, why don't I take another job? That I <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, it's, you're right. It is very interesting. So I encourage paralegals to get on to Nyla.org, look at that job analysis. Whether even if you're even if it has nothing to do with, you know, the thinking about taking the exam, it's a it's a useful tool to kind of just see what's out there and see what your um you know, your counterparts are doing, you know, and and because like I said, it, it goes by state, it goes by geographical areas, it's all sorts of different kinds of the law. And um, it's, it's super interesting. So, all right, well, we got to, we'll wrap that up and we got to take another break to thank our sponsors. We'll be right back. Delegate out those tasks that take up your time. Staffy can help you with your legal, administrative, marketing, and even client-facing workload. Hiring Staffy's top-notch bilingual virtual staff means Staffy does the recruiting, hiring, and training for you. Then, if you need a change, Staffy handles it. You get to concentrate on your strategic work. Schedule a free consultation at staffy.cc. That's S-T-A-F-I dot C-C. And get $500 off with code HAPPY24. Hey, Guy, what's up? Just having some lunch, Conrad. Hey, Guy, do you see that billboard out there? Oh, you mean that guy out there in the gray suit? Yeah, the gray suit guy. Order up. There's uh, all those beautiful, rich, leather-bound books in the background. That is exactly the one. That's J.D. McGuffin at Law. He'll fight for you! I bet you he has got so many years of experience. Like decades and decades. And I bet, Guy, I bet he even went to a law school. Are you a lawyer? Do you suffer from dull marketing and a lack of positioning in a crowded legal marketplace? Sit down with Guy and Conrad for Lunch Hour Legal Marketing on the Legal Talk Network. Available wherever podcasts are found. Welcome back to the Paralegal Voice. I'm Jill Francisco, and my co-host, Tony Sip is with me. And we were just wrapping up on the announcement of where the CP exam um, is going to be making some changes. And so to kind of keep in connection with something else that's going on that Nala just announced is they have a six-part 
real estate webinars. They're going to be live, but they also are going to be available on demand. So it's going to be six-part series that starts, I think the first one is on February 15th and ending in August of this year. So kind of spaced out, obviously, over the months. Um, And like I said, I think if you purchase all of them as like a bundle that you have the option, which is cool for paralegals and, you know, our schedules nowadays, you can attend live or you can attend on demand whenever, you know, is convenient for your schedule. And I just bring that up, um, not that I'm trying to sound like a big advertisement for Nala, (laughs) although sometimes I do. But um, I think the reason why I bring that up is because as paralegals, we never know, you know, when we're going to have to change. And it might be nothing to do with us. And that's why I know I've been on my soapbox before um, in past episodes about education. I am forever education, forever education, never really turn it down unless I have, you know, 10 other things I'm doing so I can't (laughs) attend. Because you never know what you're going to have to, you know, do or know or be asked about. And I think it just makes you more valuable and it makes you more valuable to your employer, which I think is all what you know, ultimately we want to be. We want to be a contributing, you know, valuable member of our legal team. And so, for instance, if you, you know, don't know anything about real estate and you think you, you know, it might be interesting to you or whatever, you never know. We have like one paralegal at our office that does the real estate. Well, what if something happens to her or she has to take an extended uh, leave of absence? What are they going to do? I mean, they're not going to hire somebody. So it would be nice if somebody else, you know, had some knowledge. So, you know, just something for our listeners to think about and kind of always keep your eyes out for things that you can take that are maybe a little bit more involved than a one hour um, CLE to get, you know, even be able to put on your resume. Like, I feel like you could put that on your resume if you took a six part, you know, series on, you know, real estate and specialty and, you know, the, I mean, definitely detailed information. So, and Tony, I'm sure you've taken some things like that that helped you out in the long run. Definitely. Um, We hired a paralegal that was a realtor and went into the real estate and they love her. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just, it just matches. It matches, you know? So, and it's a skill set. Like, if I look at, when I do look at the work product, it's different. (laughs) It's different. So, you have to, you got to know what you're talking about. And if you're responding to discovery or, you know, propounding, it's something that, you should know how to do it's it's yep. a, it's a unique type of litigation so yeah i highly encourage anybody even if you don't think you're going to be going into real estate take it anyway it's worth the knowledge that you gather from that um because maybe you want to be a realtor after that so right, <laughs> who right. knows it might go the other way uh, well but a I, lot I of think, people do the realty on the side they do they As do a lot second you know, thing. So, um, Notary. but anyway, if you want to know more information about that, again, Nala, N A L A at or at dot uh, org at their website, they're gonna like I said, I'm sure they'll be advertising that, and you can um, find out some more information. So, anyway, so Tony, special month. What do we got going on? <laughs> well, it is Black History Month, so happy Black History Month, first of all. Yay! There's a lot of things going on. I'm actually going to be doing a panel on the 16th. Uh, regarding, you know, diversity in the workplace. So, you know, if you want to see that, check out my LinkedIn profile. It'd be on there. Um, But it's a good time to understand. And just if you don't understand what's going on and why diversity is so important, having a collective group of people that are different from you 
uh, but the same uh, will improve not only your knowledge base, but the firm uh, that you're working with, that we're working at. And it's a great thing. It's a sexy term right now, but it's a real term. It's, it's a real yep. thing that happens. Like we were talking about earlier, I'm from New York and you're from PA yep. and that's diverse. So, I mean, you're going to get, <laughs> I, I, we just grew up that way, right? Yeah. Um, but it's it's something that not everybody had that experience or had the opportunity to have that experience. So I highly encourage you. And I, Jill, I believe you started the DEI at NALA. Yep. Um, so, and I started the DEI at LAPA. <laughs> so it's important enough that we engage or re-engage people that have not been engaged and make sure that everybody's included and has a sense of belonging as well um, with the firm that they're at because, you know, you can have cultural differences, but, you know, if you're all doing the same legal work, you can make improvements um, and streamline and making sure that the equity is there because some of the systems aren't set up for us. Um, So we got to make sure that we include everyone. And like I said, I I obviously echo all that you're saying. I I agree with it and obviously supporting it. It is important to me. But I'll be honest with you. um, Like you said, I started with Nala, the program. And I'll tell you what, you know, I personally... You know, like you said, I, I needed to be educated. I need I it wasn't like right in front of me. But I what I'll tell you what I did do though is I, I took the time and talked to people that did encounter those issues and those right. problems. And I listened to them and it literally still like gets me emotional because of how they felt in a certain situation because like you said they didn't have the opportunity and there was no reason why they shouldn't have had the opportunity and it really really you know spoke to me and so I felt like that I had the voice at that time right. and mm-hmm. that's also what I encourage listeners to do anywhere that you are at if you're in a position and even if you think, and I'm not talking about like, like I obviously was the president of Nile. I'm not talking about necessarily being the leader of anything, but just having your voice and using your voice and being an ally. And even if it doesn't pertain to you personally, you know, if you understand it and you care about it and it's, and you can see how it's important and affects other people and how it benefited you of why they shouldn't also have that opportunity to benefit them. You know, that's, that was my thing. I'm like, you know, I want, you know, like so-and-so was a great paralegal or so-and-so was whatever. And she or he didn't have that opportunity because, you know, they weren't recognized because they were different or they, you know, they, they couldn't get their foot in the door. I mean, you know, we could go on and on. And so I, I, like I said, I encourage people to use your voice, to speak up, to do things, because even if you think it's little or it's small or it doesn't matter, you would be amazed how much it matters. Like the things that people came up and said to me after I got that started, I mean, it literally brought me to tears sometimes. Oh, man. Because I was like, they were like thanking me. And I'm like, you know, that which shouldn't even have to happen. <laughs> 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 I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. That, yeah. that shouldn't even have to happen. I mean, I yeah. said, you're welcome. Right. Because I, they were showing appreciation to me, but I, I felt bad that they even had to thank me. Yeah. Because it should have already been there. We have our implicit biases, all of us do, yep. and things we just miss. Like when I was doing the government stuff, you'd be surprised how often I would go in the room and nobody else looks like me. And they were talking about issues that would hurt me. <laughs> you know, they wanted to get, I, I won't go yeah. into it, but right. you understand what I'm saying. And you're like, am like, I how, real? Am I- yeah, I, I know. Like what just happened here? And I'm glad that I was in the room though. And I took ownership exactly. of being in that room. And I put my voice out in that room. 
even though they looked at me like, you don't belong here. Hey, you were yeah, at the I table. Do. Yeah. That's I the first time. at the table. They brought in politicians. They all went to this meeting. Yeah. And I'm like, I never knew that this happened at all until I got involved. So I was like, okay. So yeah, make your voice heard. Um, walk yep. in the room like you own it. Um, and get out there and start talking to people and just engaging with others that are different from you. It will enrich your life so much better and improve it. So we could go on about this, so but I'll stop there. No, and we can no, talk I, about it. Like, I, I'm, no, like I said, I'm glad. And I'm glad that, like I said, I, I hate that you've had those experiences. Right. But I also I know that you've, you've obviously learned from them and you've put a positive spin on them. And I think that serves as a way to encourage um, others to do the same. And I think that's one other thing that paralegals possess is encouragement. You know, we talk yeah. about volunteering or we talk about getting involved or we talk about, you know, it's it's all sometimes that's all you, all it needs. You know, like somebody, you know, looks to you and says, hey, Tony, come to this meeting and that's all you needed. Or or you then since you're at the table, then then you, you know, encourage somebody else. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're not only helping obviously yourself, but you're helping others. And it and I think that it you know, that's one thing that sometimes you got to go through the struggle to know. But then, you know, you learn from it, but then it empowers you to share and make sure, you know, help others so they don't maybe have to go through it or, you know, it's a little easier path or something. So, right. you know. If you're at the table, invite them to the table, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It, it's, it's, it is so funny because it's a, I say it's a simple, con you know, it, it should be so simple. Yeah. But for whatever reason, I mean, we, we've we muddied this all up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It is the world we are in. So. No, and I and like I said I know you've experienced, and I I'll tell you what I had to. Um, I didn't really have to twist any arms. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest um, on my board because I had really good leaders in place uh, on my board. But I will say this: it opened up, I think, a lot of people's eyes. I I think that, like you said, the term itself is appealing. You think, oh, that's the thing to do, but it was amazing. A year out, what we saw happening. Right. Um, and the changes and the ideas and the direction and the things that came to the forefront that hadn't been up there because you just had different people, right. period. You just right. had different people. You have different people with different experiences, different lives, different upbringing, different geographical, different, I mean, all the way different. Not just looks. Yeah. That's right. Not just looks. They attract a certain person. And like you said, 10 same people in the room. I mean, you got to know at some point you're not going to go forward. <laughs> I mean, there's yeah, not right. going to be anything new. <laughs> right. It, it, it's, it's, it's very true. You know, if I ever get time again, I, I'll run again. But it, uh, it, it makes a difference. You're, I know I made a difference in, in that room. Um, and I made a For difference sure. in, in my community. Things that they were planning on doing. I'm like, why, why would I vote on that? Like, in agreement <laughs> with you. I, I Let's discuss It's mind-boggling. Yeah, because it doesn't, but they're not even thinking that way. There's a reason right. for that, but, you know, you have to educate people. So we educated people and, you know. Again, forever education, whether we're giving yes. it or, <laughs> yes. whether we're giving it or getting it, right? You really do. You really do. <laughs> education is key. Education well, is definitely yes, key. like I said, happy Black History Month to all our Thank listeners and, and to you, Tony. I'm super excited. That's awesome. And those are important points. And we're going to continue to, you know, talk about and bring the DEI element to our discussions, yes. to our table, 
to our guests, you know, yes, yes. to each other uh, yes. because it's important and it, and it's neat because, I mean, we're demonstrating it right now. Like Tony and I are clearly different in a lot of ways. <laughs> and that's why, though, that I hope it's going to be very successful because we're different. Um, yes. And so anyway, yes, thank you so much. I appreciate yeah. all your, you know, you've done for that. And like I said, we're 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 in this together. Yes, we are. <laughs> and yes, we're we wasting are. one now. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. So, so that's awesome. anyway, I think it's time. Like I said, happily, I can say that you know um, our time for today is over, but not our time. We'll be we'll hey. be back together before you know it. So hopefully, our listeners, you know, enjoyed uh, today and looking forward to hearing both of us again. Thank you for having me. I really oh. appreciate it. You are so welcome, and I'm so happy you're permanently yes <laughs> permanently here. <laughs> Sorry, can't fun. get out of it now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. We um, just have great conversations. Yeah, and so anyway, so yeah, we do have to end for today. We're we're going out off our time, but like I said, we're gonna be looking forward to our future episodes and with Tony and I together, and we're gonna get some guests and. I encourage anybody, you know, reach out to the show, you know, email us. Um, We're going to be posting our email addresses and there'll be some information about Tony. Please reach out to us. Tell us what, you know, topics you'd like us to discuss or guests that you'd like us to have or whatever. We're, you know, we obviously try to get things that are different, that are that are um, hot topic. But also, you know, if anybody has anything else, we would, you know, if you're a regular listener or a first time listener, you know, whatever it is, we'd love to hear from you. So um, anyway, this is Jill and Tony Seth (laughs) signing off for today and we'll be hearing from you soon. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, or subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer 